I do not permit women to teach nor usurp authority. How do we start this thing? That's Kira. (laughs) (laughs) And this week she told me the story of the first time she ever found a gray hair. So I'm going to repeat it for you guys. (laughs) She was 11 11 years old. Were you at church? I was at church. She was at church. She found her first gray hair. She pulled it out. And then when she got home, so did you like put it in your pocket? How did you save it? I think I put it in, like folded it into a bulletin. Okay. So she saved it, Uh brought it home, taped it to a black piece of paper because contrast, Uh and then put it on the fridge so everybody could see her first gray hair. I also labeled it. Kira's first gray hair. <laughs> that way it was clear. <laughs> Do you still have that paper? No. I think my mom was like, you have to throw this away. <laughs> it was up there for a while, though. Like, nobody did anything about it. <laughs> oh, I wish you still had it. I didn't have the foresight. I'm sure that there's still some of my baby teeth laying around, and I really think that my first gray hair was more important than that. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Teeth are gross. I'll remember if I ever have children. Be like, save that. Yeah, that's Stick the important it in a bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have some tea. Anyways, and that's Alexandria. And speaking of things we put on the fridge, Alexandria's first F went on the fridge because her parents didn't think that it was ever going to happen. So they had to memorialize it. Yeah, it was a really sad day for me. I cried to my teacher, and then he let me retake the test. <laughs> what kind of test was it? History. So it's not ever been my strength. That's weird. What age were you? Um, junior high. Mm. But Stanford's gonna look at that, and they're gonna be like, "Ugh." They can't don't have, have my transcripts from that. They could get it. I'm sure they could, but my test scores are good enough now that I don't think they need to go all the way back to middle school. I'm calling them. Well, that's rude. (laughs) I called Georgetown (laughs) and tell them embarrassing stuff about you. Tell them the booster seat story. Oh, that's so good. Do you have any pictures? I think that represents growth. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Where's a net to do? But I'm... Okay. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Overreaction, where we share our knowledge and react to different topics every week. Today we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, aka the celebration of colonialism. Yeah. Boo. Boo. I, I Except the food's like really Thanksgiving. good. <laughs> oh yeah, the food is excellent. It's one of my favorite holidays, but not because of like the genocide that we started. Just because like food. That's kind of a big part of it, though. Listen, when I am eating my seventh roll, I'm not thinking thinking about being thankful that I have seven rolls. <laughs> yeah, gratitude is healthy. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of like mindfulness apps will have you start out the day by listing things that you're grateful for. It's good for you. One time, Alexandria and I had a bad day at work, so while we were walking out into the parking lot, we had to list things that we were grateful for. (laughs) That conversation lasted, like, until pretty late at night. Yeah. That was good. I don't want to do that more often. It was really hard. I think it was really good for us, though. We haven't had a day that bad in a while. That makes it sound like I'm ungrateful. I'm not. I just don't like introspection. 
I do. And this is why we're good friends. <laughs> I have a little bit of the basic facts of Thanksgiving. Would you Great. like for me to start with that? I would love that. All right. My Charlie Brown version while wearing my Charlie Brown sweatshirt. Once upon a time, but in real life, in 1621, we had the maybe first Thanksgiving. There are some debates as to what is the first Thanksgiving, but like we all know the Plymouth story. So mm-hmm. in saying that's the first Thanksgiving. It's it the t- blankets with the plague and then the corn and... Blankets? Smallpox. Smallpox, yeah. I thought we like gave blankets to Native Americans and gave them smallpox. Okay. I think what I was reading mm-hmm. today. <laughs> this is a well-researched episode. Yeah. I, I got some notes here. Anyways, what I was reading was like the only reason that the Plymouth settlers could even like settle in that area was because earlier European settlers had already come and like spread all their diseases, therefore wiping out enough of the Native American tribe that like they weren't using all that. So, sixteen twenty one, we've got the Plymouth colonists and the Wampanoag people. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated between 50 pilgrims, 90 Wampanoag, five women. Yeah. (laughs) They're their own group? I I don't know. (laughs) Did they ship them in from somewhere? (laughs) I don't know, but there are five. Just Did they have to cook and clean the whole time? Because that's how a lot of families That's how a lot of Thanksgivings look now. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know how they got invited. I'm glad they got invited, but that's really not enough. Anyways, that was just... I like that they're their own category. <laughs> I I almost said five of which were, but like it was already coming out of my mouth. <laughs> so we got... I think the way you phrased it was perfect. Thank you so much. So at the first Thanksgiving, we don't think that they actually ate turkey, but here are some mm-hmm. things that we're pretty sure they did eat. Lobster, seal, swans, and we know that the Wampanoag brought five deer. And the feast lasted for three days. You said swans? Swans. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A Christmas goose? No, I it's don't. a swan. What's the difference between a goose and a swan? The geese are mean. <laughs> swans are pretty. I'm afraid of geese. <laughs> and swans make me think of the ballet. I'm pretty sure swans are huge. Fair enough. Um, I don't like that they ate swans, but... Me neither. You gotta do what you gotta do. What does seal taste like? All I can think of is like Why are blubber. you asking me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm wondering aloud. Ask the pilgrims. <laughs> I'm sure someone's had seal. This is a very... Do you see Kara bringing in a Lunchable to work ever? A Lunchable? Like I'm a better seal. than Lunchables. No, I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I've been drunk and fucking ate my son's Lunchables a few times. You're never allowed to get Lunchables, which, like, looking back, and I've had Lunchables now, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Mom. (laughs) Yeah. Those are just salt packets. Yeah. Yeah. They're horrible. Just Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of preservatives. Oh, yeah, that, we had, like, ramen. My whole diet as a child was salt. Like, ramen noodles and Lunchables. salt shaped in different ways. Different Mm. from now. How? And absolutely no way. My body Got will it. never decompose. It's just full of preservatives. 
100%. That's horrifying. They can make you a saint for that. Really? I yeah, they still have someone's hand in Rome. What? Back to the popes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't great, popes. I just know that, like, in order to become a saint, you have to perform a certain number of certain <clears throat> things. Miracles. Three miracles have miracles. to happen after you die. After you die. Mm-hmm. One of them is not I'm almost rotting. positive that's true. Don't quote me. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, so if you don't die, like, you're 33% there. All right. Me and Twinkie the Kid have something in common. <laughs> Okay, five so, deer, three day feast. Yes, here's. I the, would like to bring that back. Okay, here's the lead up to how it happened. Okay, so basically, almost everybody died on the Mayflower. They were just sick and at sea and like trying not to die because it was really cold. Yeah. Then spring came and they're like, I guess like we have enough energy to like walk on land. Mm-hmm. And then when. They got to their settlement. There was a member of the Abenaki Native American tribe who spoke English and greeted them. And then soon after brought his buddy Squanto from the Pawtucket, Pawtuxet tribe. I think we're usually, we heard about him in mm-hmm. elementary school. And Squanto had previously been kidnapped and enslaved, then escaped back to America from Europe Mm -hmm. um, on like an expedition. So had learned English and could communicate with the pilgrims and then basically taught them how to not die. Like (laughs) pilgrims were really good at dying. And he was like, Hey, I got a new skill for you. Like survival taught him how to like get sap from trees and grow things and not die. And then like helped them ally with the Wampanoag tribe, but like then there's a checkered gruesome violent history. Interesting fact uh, on my family tree. Uh Stephen Hopkins was a member of the Mayflower and he's like my seventeenth great grandfather. Governor Bradford is in my family tree. Oh interesting. My- oh my god, we're probably Ew. related. Probably. I'm just saying, like, the Mayflower Club or whatever it is, like, there's a certain house in Plymouth that only you guys can get into. Really? Yeah. There's a couple of places like that. We should go. (laughs) I've been to Plymouth. No, I want to go to the place you can't get into. Yeah. You have to wait outside. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be proud of my colonial history. (laughs) We're part of the problem. We're part of the problem. Oh, God. Be part of the solution, Alexandria. (laughs) If you're not part of the problem, you're part of the solution. Yes. Speaking of the solution, it might be a feast. Because this Thanksgiving, they actually had corn and they were like, we might not starve. And then Governor Bradford, Mm -hmm. your man, is like, hey, let's have a feast. And it lasted for three days. And they didn't have pies, and they didn't have cakes because they didn't have ovens and had very little sugar because they'd used it all to not die. And kind of came out of a tradition from both, like, the pilgrim religious thing of, like, we have to have celebrations to give thanks. And then also 
a lot of Native American celebrations center around like giving thanks. So they just came together and gave some thanks. So I think we took some thanks. Couldn't really give a lot. Listen, this day we were happy to have five deer. <laughs> and swans. And some swans. Delicious deer. I'd like to know, I'd like to eat a swan, I think. Wrong. I want to know what that's... Uh, ew! I guess I don't know why... Mm. Okay, I have an important question. I'm going to sidetrack from the story. Okay. Because we haven't been doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, this is part of what I wanted to ask. Um, Have you ever or would you ever kill your own turkey for Thanksgiving? Yes. No. You have or you would? I would. Why would you not? Because I have other people who can kill that turkey for me. I don't like killing things. Have you ever tried? I've mercy killed a fish. You dropped poison in its tank. That's not the same thing. He died. You euthanized him. You didn't kill him. Mercy killed. Mercy killed. Yeah, you're right. You said that. And I didn't like it. And then I did not like figuring out what to do with his corpse. You flush it. No, I didn't know that if you poured liquid down toilets, it just automatically flushed. Yeah. yeah. So I cried in panic. It's terrible. Okay. Public service announcement. If you pour water down toilets, it's just going to automatically flush, and then your fish is just going to go, and you're going to be like, ah! You already knew that. You guys used to save water in the bathtub when you... I was little. I didn't pay attention. I thought that you filled up the top. Oh. Like, I poured it into the bowl, and it just went... Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Because whenever we saved water, we poured it into the tank so that you could flush again. Oh, okay. Sure. Gotcha. What? Why? You have people who could kill it for you. Because I think if you're going to eat a dead animal, you should be willing to kill it yourself. But if you're not, you probably shouldn't eat it. What if you just find You it? don't know how long it... I want a freshly dead animal. Or it needs to be freshly dead and then frozen. What if you find it in the winter? I can't wait till we get to the turkey Ew. garden. Okay, never mind. Moving on. I don't want to just find something dead. Jess did that in New Girl, and she ate the fish that Nick found that was dead, and then she hallucinated <laughs> and got some river disease and fell in a bear trap. I, I don't uh, want that for myself. Why I, are you wishing that on me? Actually, I had a professor in college who um, I took a class on the history. Of, it was a literature class on the history of America. And the first day of class, he was like, okay, so a lot of times when people take these kinds of classes, they end up reading like... God, who do I want to shit on? John like Locke. Mark Twain and Hemingway and like classic authors who happen to be white men. And he was like, we're not going to do that because the history of America is actually really dark and full of genocide. Mm-hmm. So we read um, like diaries written by um, slaves and we read about the Trail of Tears and he was... He was excellent. I think I've told you how I wrote a paper about how the Trail of Tears and the removal of Native Americans should have been considered a genocide, but it's not because we're America and we don't want to call ourselves genocidal. I refer to it as a genocide. 
absolutely was a genocide. I don't think it's talked about in terms of genocide. No, it's we not. still have Andrew be. Jackson on the twenty dollar bill. Fuck Andrew Jackson. I've been to a few. Stand by that Indian yeah. reservations where they do not accept twenty dollar bills. Good, good. I agree. Um, he's terrible. He's the worst. He's like Trump from fucking eighteen something, eighteen something. Okay, definition of colonialism. The policy or practice of acquiring full or partial political control over another country, occupying it with settlers, and exploiting it economically. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. I think we're still doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, in a lot of places. Um, Colonialism is a practice of domination, which involves the subjugation of one people to another one of the difficulties in defining defining colonialism is that it is hard to distinguish it from imperialism. Um, this oh, that's from Stanford's website. That's so good. I think that the issue with Thanksgiving when it comes to colonialism is, especially growing up and like learning about Thanksgiving, it really, really erases the history of violence and trauma and grief that indigenous people faced because it's not like history is just, and then we had a feast together and all was well. Like first, (laughs) not first, we brought over diseases that just like wiped out these people. And then we're like, Hmm, I think this land is mine. And then did that forever. No. (laughs) Yeah. This is a white man's. This is a white man's. (laughs) And this is white man's. Also white man's. Like Simba and Mufasa. It's like, Simba, everything that the light touches is colonials. (laughs) (laughs) So the real story of Thanksgiving is... Some white people came, brought a bunch of diseases. They died because we sucked at survival. Then more people came. They were like, there's some land here. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. And then we killed a bunch of people. I mean, I do think that, like, the feast and celebrating there being a successful year and eating together for three days happened. But it's like, yeah. that's not the whole it's not just like oh we did this one good thing therefore we can forget about everything else like Mm -hmm. it wasn't all sunshine and roses before or after that well that was when like the living was cooperative Mm -hmm. and then white people were like i want more more because as soon as we learned how to not die we were like hmm have you seen that episode of Chappelle's show where there's like no. Some Native Americans on uh, Indians on the uh, plane in first class, and there's some white people in front of them. No. And they're like, uh, we better not get up. White people will fucking take our seats and call it Manifest Destiny. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I'm still very confused about how we can own land. I know it's a. I've brought this up before, and people are like, ah, but I'm just like, we. Somebody was like, this is mine, and I'm going to decide if other people can have it or not. And is then we've all just here? operated under those rules since, like, the beginning. Like, um, you have to buy land. Who owns it? Well, that was part of the reason why, like, 
the whole colonialism happened in America because the indigenous people here were like, the fuck do you mean you're going to, I guess, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> no, this doesn't belong to you. Doesn't belong to anybody. No. It's just and it's just, and now you can shoot somebody that comes on it. If you feel like it. What the hell is that? trying to think of the colors of the wind song lyrics. <laughs> I was thinking about the too. <laughs> I also think that's really whitewashed into I mean yeah Disney just has a really problematic history in most of their movies but mm-hmm. that's another episode maybe. I yeah. think I was reading something about how this is back to colonialism and Thanksgiving and everything. Back to the topic you mean. <laughs> But, like, obviously, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, every year on Thanksgiving, who knows about this year because there's a pandemic and I'm not paying that close of attention to Plymouth, like, celebrate Thanksgiving, have all sort of, like, touristy celebrations. And I guessed, guess, like, up on a hill nearby or something, there are protests going on about, like, how Thanksgiving is represented and the erasing of Indigenous people's history and, like, grieving over the amount of like loss that indigenous people have suffered because of colonialism. And like, that's how a lot of people are celebrating. It's just gone. Just like a whole fucking group of people just. Mm -hmm. That was a really sad thing though. What was I? Oh, I was talking about a couple of episodes ago on the reproductive freedom one Mm -hmm. that like, almost wiped out like whole tribes of indigenous people uh, because we were like you get sterilized you get sterilized (laughs) we've employed like so many different ways just to completely wipe out people and then the narrative that's told is like then everybody came together for a joyful meal over turkey and there was corn. <laughs> there was corn. And we're thankful for the harvest. <laughs> Which, that's great. I'm so glad that they didn't starve. But, like, just because you aren't starving doesn't mean that, like, you should get bored and then, like, kill people and take land. Like, just eat some more corn. does now. <laughs> you might be right. Did you learn something, Kira? Basically, I just learned that we all need to be really humble about how we approach Thanksgiving and understand that there was, it's probably not been taught to us in the way that it exactly happened. Like even I, and this was like, and Squanto was like, hey, here's how to not die. But like, we don't know what level of coercion or violence there was with that. And we don't know how cordial everything was, especially when there had already been a history of just like indigenous peoples being wiped out and we need to understand and respect that like we shouldn't be erasing the history Mm -hmm. of everything that's happened understand that maybe it's a holiday of grief for a lot of people um and then i love the idea of it but it's not the idea and the reality are so different Mm -hmm. i mean i think that the point that we've gotten to where it's like you get together with family and you're giving thanks. I think that that's even been erased by like, now we have Black Friday on Thanksgiving and it's like, give thanks, but also buy things. I refuse so, uh, to even buy gas on Black Friday. I will not spend a penny 
the Black Friday things are all canceled though this year, which is a great thing, I think. Yeah. Are um, there places that have already started Black Friday sales? Well, do you guys know what Mr. Thanksgiving is in the Quad Cities? No. No. Oh, okay. He's been doing it for like 40 years. He's just this regular dude who like usually has it at the mall. And if you, you know, you can't afford a Thanksgiving dinner, just usually like hundreds of people come and there's this one guy just. Oh, that's so cool. Feeds feeds the whole community. Yeah, this year it's going to be like a drive through. He's still doing it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really a cool thing. That is like the idea of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love like the community and it being, especially now, like I feel like everybody kind of operates under it. You have to go, 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 go. And it's, I like being like, all right, I've got an excuse and I'm going to go home and I'm going to see my family and the people Mm -hmm. that I love and care about. And we're going to actually sit down for a meal together. And, like, talk about memories and make memories. And, like, that's a great part. But yeah, I mean, when it's just, like, and we did this because two groups of people learn to love each other. Like, I don't know. Maybe one nah, day. Bro. <laughs> maybe one day America will be what America says it is. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. On Thanksgiving, I have a short lecture I give about colonialism and how what we learn in school is whitewashed and not accurate to reality. And... Um, Todd told me that the way that I do the Thanksgiving meal is, he's like, that's very socialist of you, but like, <laughs> everybody gets to pick one thing that they really want. Mm-hmm. And then that's what the menu is. Mm-hmm. If there's additional things I want to add, like I'm cooking, so I'll do that. But mm-hmm. like, if my sister wants the mashed potatoes cooked a specific way, or like my dad always wants a can of cranberry sauce, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And, like, my mom says there has to be a turkey. And, like, my brother likes his mashed potatoes cooked a certain way. I'm making things up now. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have to make everybody picks roll. one thing. Mm-hmm. You don't get to have every kind of pie that you want. Pick one. <laughs> mm-hmm. This year, we're, uh, I got the message from my mom. We're having Thanksgiving in the garage with the garage door open. And we're not sitting next to each other. Kind of a whole COVID yeah. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. thing. And it's going to be cold. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine though with the family. I mean, yeah, I don't probably Take have a fire. Heaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God, she, she worked, well, she doesn't anymore, but she worked in healthcare for a long time. So she's like really, see, I don't Good. know if this fucking thing kill us. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's, we're now at the epicenter of. The pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. We might... We talked about just each making our own Thanksgiving dinners and bringing it to the thing, and mm-hmm. then just... Which, yeah. that might be a thing, but... My sister has a really good green bean casserole, I make a pumpkin roll, <laughs> and, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm not going to make my sister's stuff for, like, an individual... Single yeah. serving thing. You should bring five deer. Yes, live I'll deer. Bring a swan. I'm not just, I should bring five. Li- I'll, I'll show up. On I will five dress deer. as a swan. <laughs> yes. Please do. I don't know. I do miss hanging out with my family because we've been like pretty, like we've been hanging out nearly as much. Because mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. Because of the plague. It's kind of that's kind of like it's kind of the holidays and it's kind of starting to get to me. Like, yeah. Another thing that fucking pisses me off, like. We could be at a point 
where, and I'm not trying to make this, I am making this political. If just, <laughs> That's if, so out of bounds on this podcast. <laughs> it, 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 this should have been fucking taken care of like, <laughs> back in March. Just to have put a fucking for real lockdown in order, a national response, and then we wouldn't be fucking ruining our fucking Christopher, holidays. Christopher, my rights. I need to do the a quick thing on the fake record, just to let you know how I felt about COVID since the beginning. It was like March. I'm in supervision. It was February. It was February. Mm-hmm. In supervision, in person, with my supervisor. He's like, is there anything else that you're concerned about? And I'm like, yeah, the coronavirus. He laughed at me. And then he was like, ah. And I was like, no. Put that in the notes. <laughs> So I made him put in the notes of my supervision that I was concerned about the coronavirus. That's a quote. Kira's concerned about the coronavirus. And then we had like a work potluck thing like the day after. And I was like, guys, real worried about the coronavirus. Like, oh, this was March because we were like, look, everything's going to be locked mm-hmm. down. Because by now, that's Kira's gonna, made that, me paranoid about mm-hmm. the I've talked about it happen. so much. It's going to be shut down on Monday because of this shit. But Again. I was like, I was like, we're all going to shut down. It's going to suck. Nobody's taking it seriously. And everybody literally made fun of Alexandria. And I like called people and they're like, ha, 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 are you worried about the coronavirus? And everybody was like, not that. a big deal. And then guess what happened that like, fucking Monday? Putting hand sanitizer up their arms and like <laughs> laughing at me for how much I'd been using it. And then we were the only ones that still had to be working in person. <laughs> they all got to go home. That Monday, Illinois shut down. And I was like, listen, that, I called Monday, it. This Monday. And now they've been working from home for eight months. Dishes. And we're getting all these emails where they're like, so we thought in March that there was going to be an end to this. And now there's no end in sight. And we're having a hard time coping. This but is going to go on for what? another year, in too. In fucking March, another I was year. saying, look, I looked into this. We're and I convinced you of it. It's going to be 18 months minimum. Yeah, it's going to be another year from now. From now, it's going to be It's in my notes, and I feel very strongly about that. Because now I can look back and be like, bitches. (laughs) Yeah. We talked about it. We tried to tell people that it was going to be a minimum of 18 months. And they were like, no, no, no. We'll be back to work by Easter. So so as we've been talking about Thanksgiving and talking about the history of colonialism and especially how Europeans kind of just came over to North America, brought all these unfamiliar diseases and they just like wiped out like the coronavirus indigenous peoples. (laughs) Maybe we should start thinking about how our uncontrolled diseases might be affecting those who are a little bit more vulnerable than us. So like, let's think about that this Thanksgiving. Like, Try not to cough on people, or lick people, or wear your mask underneath your wear nose. Wear your fucking mask at or the gas your, station. Or pull your mask down after somebody walks past and is like, hey, honey, can you pull your mask up? And then stop talking loudly. <laughs> My oh, boss yeah. has been good about that, though. Steve, like, if you're wearing your mask like below your nose, like when there's a client in... You look stupid doing that. Yeah, it's stupid <laughs> yeah. for one, and he's like, uh, you need to fix your shit. <laughs> put that in the well anymore. done. I don't even remember. Oh, be responsible about your plague spreading. Oh, yeah. yes. Sometimes it really affects people. And, like, maybe we care. We're not, nobody's going to be thankful for you giving them COVID this year. No, that Reminder. is not a gift I'm interested in. Reminder that 
droplets hang in a mist for up to three hours in laboratory conditions. True facts. So when you're walking through a gas station or a grocery store, think about the fact that for the next three hours, your germs are just in the air for other people to walk into. And then be respectful and wear a mask so that your droplets stay contained. Yes, it's not like smallpox on a blanket. It floats. It does, up to three hours in laboratory conditions. I hate this. Also, I'm sorry. I love that- your sweater, by the way. Thank you so much. It says Merry Christmas and it has Charlie Brown on it. It's really cute. I really kind of wish you had pigtails. <laughs> I don't think my hair's long enough for pigtails. It anymore. absolutely is. Mine's They'd not. have to be like the higher up ones. You could do like half up, half down, and then pigtails like it that. It won't even stay in a ponytail. I could make it work. Okay. Celebrate Thanksgiving respectfully and with some cultural humility and empathy. Mm-hmm. I have a did you know. Yeah. Did you know that 90% of people eat turkey on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I thought it'd be higher. Really? We... Did you know that more people like Thanksgiving leftovers than Thanksgiving meals? Oh, because it's the leftovers oh, I love Thanksgiving. so good. We all have... This is going to be different this year. We all have like like 18 fucking in my family, like Thanksgivings we usually go to. Like, I usually go to like a minimum of three. This year it's only going to be one, which is going to be nice. We're usually also like turkeyed out the whole time. I don't like turkey. Yeah, I don't think I don't like ham. I, I don't like ham, ham either. But yeah, I love both of them. Wait, this will be like the first year we actually have turkey on Thanksgiving for our family thing because we're only doing one. Um, and Christmas we don't do turkey either. We always do roast beef. So mm. I like to take the dark meat and shred oh. it and mix it in with the dressing. I love mm-hmm. dark meat on turkey. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the. I make some really good like, I do like a Thanksgiving sandwich with dark meat stuffing, alfalfa sprouts, cranberry, on like two like pieces of like homemade bread, and some homemade gravy. It's really good. Oh, sounds really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to make gravy. Was that all the did you know? For now. I mean, I'm going to get to the turkey part, and I've got a whole monologue. Okay. Um, I want to talk about things that should be on the menu for Thanksgiving. I'm here for it. Turkey. Obviously. 90% of people eat it, even if you don't like it. I don't think most people like it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't think they do either, but it's it's become a thing. Which is kind of a really, like, low thing. I know. But it just doesn't taste like anything. Continue what should be on the menu. Not ketchup, evidently. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> spicy mustard is a good pairing with Listen. turkey. Oh, what? Sorry. Bogey's mustard like that? I don't know what that is. That's a local thing. Oh. Well, I don't... This is an I'm international podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. Okay, turkey. Yes. Dressing. Mac and cheese. That's an addition to the menu. It wasn't always what? I have a question. What? Are dressing and stuffing the same or different? They're the same. Okay. Really? 
Yeah. Hmm. Why do some people call like mayonnaise dressing though? I don't know. No, there's Obviously people are wrong. Obviously, wasn't talking about mayonnaise. Okay, mac no. and cheese. Ew, mac and cheese, but homemade mac and cheese. Okay, the right way. Yeah. Um, mashed potatoes. Yes. Some type type of roll. Yes. Um, my family does multiple types of rolls. They're really extra about it. Some type of vegetable. We usually do green beans or Brussels sprouts. Sometimes both. Cranberry sauce. Pie. Okay. The traditional Thanksgiving foods are based off of typical New England harvest foods. Okay. Fall harvest. I don't know what else is harvested in the fall. You still live there. Oh, I thought you were going to make a list for me. No. Oh. I don't know. I was just... Chiming in. Oh. I think well, those are things that I think should be... So those are pretty basic. Nothing controversial, really. No. Yeah, I'm not really for controversial Thanksgiving foods. We usually have... My mom always makes sweet potato casserole. Mm. Sweet potatoes are a good one, but nobody in my family but me and my mom eat them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll like take one of those really small crock pots and make sweet potatoes with brown sugar in there just for us. Mm-hmm. One time... So when I was in college, I never went home for Thanksgiving just because it was like right next to finals, pretty expensive to get home for just like a couple of days and come back. So I always found places to go. But one year I was like, mom, I just really wish that I had some of your sweet potato casserole. She mailed it to me. Did she really? Mm -hmm. It was the best. I cried a little bit. But it's so good because it's like, like... casserole and sweet potato you're like yeah it's probably like bad for you but now like a dessert no it's just like mashed sweet potato and then there's like some sort of brown sugar and then like butter and something and it's all crumbly at the top and i think there's some pecans pecans (gasps) i say pecan i say pecan on top oh my gosh it's so good can't wait Mm. that should absolutely be everywhere i think usually when we have thanksgiving at my grandma's the only other things that i can think to like add are we usually have some sort of just like vegetable tray Mm -hmm. so you can run by and dip a carrot and then that's for when you're hungry while you're waiting for the food i mean it's there but usually i'm eating the cookies just like Mm. it's thanksgiving and grandma's calories don't count yeah my grandma used to put, God, it was so weird as a kid. She used to put a little bowl of maraschino cherries on the little tray that had the carrots and the pickles and the olives and whatever, mm-hmm. because I really liked them. That's so nice. Yeah. What food should not be on the list? Things that nobody's going to eat. Do you have examples? No. Because you said Brussels sprouts, and I do, do, like do Brussels you have, sprouts. But... Uh, do you have some things that nobody's going to eat, but you want on the menu anyway? Uh, my dad with the cranberry sauce, and it's got to be from a jar, and he wants it to like have maintained the jar shape. And, like <laughs> I couldn't make cranberry sauce, Dad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's important to him, and he always eats at least a little bit of it because if he didn't eat it, then we'd be like, nobody ate it. You don't get any this year. 
uh, I make this. I use I don't know, but I don't use the canned stuff. I make really good like cornbread that's really moist, but has I don't like that word either, uh, but has a cranberry sauce in it, mm-hmm. it and it's really good. You love cornbread. I love cornbread too. I'm One year, um, my this is actually the first year I cooked for Thanksgiving. I was the sh- the sous chef for my boyfriend. He and I cooked for our family. Um, and we had to go to the store the night before to get something cornmeal to make the cornbread. And there was one container that had exactly the amount that we were going to need for the recipe. And another container that had like three and a half times the amount we were going to need. And I was like, we're going to get the big one. And he was like, no, the small one's perfect. And I was like, no, no, no. The first thing he did that morning, because he also wanted to get up at a time where everything would have had to, like, go perfectly in order for dinner to be done at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, we're getting up at least an hour and a half before that. Mm-hmm. Really sorry, honey, but that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. First thing he did, burn, burned the cornbread. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is why we have backup plans. And he got so frustrated and to start the morning off that way was not good for him. I was like, look, I can make cornbread. I can follow directions on a box. Please go do literally anything else. Why were you the sous chef? The patriarchy. Yeah, literally that. Literally, I made the oven schedule and the grocery list and wrote down the recipes and basically bossed him around and told him what to do. Um... And I said something at one point about how, like, he wouldn't have been able to do it without me. And he was like, you just have no faith in me. And I was like, mm. we've broken up with him. Yeah. I was there, apparently. Because <laughs> the we. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he broke up with me. But That's probably it's best. Nice. I'm sorry. but It's fine. You deserve recognition if you're making an oven schedule. I like all those things for Thanksgiving. Though I do wish that we could move on from turkey. I know it's like a classic Thanksgiving thing, but it's just not good. Or we well, need to figure out place it with. If it's if it's done right, it is. I like duck better, but what would I replace Ooh. it with? Five deer. What about a turducken? Um, that just sounds like a Thanksgiving gangbang. I don't really. <laughs> nauseous. Yeah. I've had it before. It's not great. I'm gonna digest that turducken and move on. That's what we call it in my family. What's the next uh, I'm doing great. Turkey pardon. Turkey pardon? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Tell me about it. So you're ready to hear about the turkey pardon. So I'm so excited about the turkey pardon. And I think that it's going to be really good. Oh, this year should be fucking fantastic. By the end of it, I was kind of sad. So it's a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, turkey pardon. Mm -hmm. What I'm referencing is how now presidents pardon turkeys. Like, hey, turkey, you get a pass this year. And that turkey isn't killed for Thanksgiving. So... There's some controversy about who started the turkey pardon. Some people are like, 
it was Harry Truman because he was given a turkey for a gift. But he didn't pardon that turkey. He ate that turkey. He was given this turkey as a gift. And then he's like, I'm going to eat this turkey. And then he ate the turkey. Well, it's his gift. I think he this year the president will pardon himself for... I, I've talked about that. He can't do that. Yeah. But watch him. He could resign and have him mm. pardon him. Not for state crimes. So... Harry Truman eating his turkey was my that guy sucks story just because I'm really mad at him because he was just like given this turkey and then he's like hey turkey you're a meal what would you have him do with it I don't know there are a bunch of options do you know how long turkeys live in the wild do you know the answer to this no bats live for up to 20 years how long do you think a turkey lives Kira four years. years 75 years. Oh, no. Well, now this is even sadder. Everybody keep listening. In the prime of the turkey's use. How old are turkeys when we kill them? Like three. Oh, my God. We can't eat turkeys anymore. <laughs> They're babies. So here are some other stories about turkeys. I'm going to put a baby in a roasting <laughs> pan and then eat it. They're the same age. They have the same life expectancy as humans. So... We also were like, maybe Lincoln started the turkey pardoning tradition because he had a turkey that they were going to eat for Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. And then his son, Tad, was like, I love this turkey. And he named it Jack. And he ran uh, around with it on a leash. Maybe he was just sick of turkey. Like, he had a leash on the turkey named Jack. And so Lincoln was like, no, we don't, we don't got to eat that turkey. So then they kept that turkey and set him free. Giving him. Uh, have you seen the movie Lincoln? No. It's really good. I haven't seen it. It's been I didn't. A while. Sorry. But that? so maybe it wasn't Lincoln because then we passed a lot of years without pardoned turkeys. Okay. Probably wasn't Truman because he ate, he ate his fucking turkey too. And then, um, I don't know why I wrote this down, but it seems important to know. Um, Calvin Coolidge was given a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. No. And then he kept the raccoon as a pet and named it Rebecca. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I've always wanted a raccoon as a pet. You know the meme where it's the raccoon like outside the sliding door? Uh-huh. That's one that's of my favorite ones. And sometimes I've saved it on my phone and sometimes I just look at it and think about like, what if I just had a pet raccoon? Like the one that really says, fit like, your vibe. I know I shouldn't let it in, but hear me out. Yeah. What if I let it in? That yeah. One? yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I really, I really want the raccoon. I'd also really like a squirrel as a pet. I almost They're not one. good as pets. They have to have their own room to destroy. Raccoons can be pets. Raccoon Matata. Raccoon. <laughs> That's what I would name it. Raccoon Matata. Okay. Think on it. Drink some water and think about it. <laughs> so because that was a raccoon. He probably didn't start the turkey part. Sure. But it was important for us all to know. This was who? Calvin Coolidge. Who? This is the loudest class. Okay. I use it every fucking podcast. You're doing great. Then we were like, maybe it's JFK. Because he had a turkey. Mm-hmm. And then the turkey was wearing a little sign that said, Good eating, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. The turkey didn't pick out that sign. Somebody put it on the turkey. <laughs> oh, the turkey should get to pick his own sign. Mm-hmm. And then, this is a really big turkey. And then JFK was like, quote, let him keep going. And he let the turkey go. 
so that the turkey didn't have to get eaten. I do but, like, it wasn't a part, and it wasn't, like, a thing. Was that it was George H.W. Bush in 18, 1989. Um, this was, like, the formal start of the turkey pardon. I remember that because I'm old. And you I, noticed, I do remember that, actually. I love that. He noticed that this 50-pound turkey was looking a little nervous, and he's like, we don't need to kill the turkey. And so he pardoned the turkey. What does a turkey look like when it's nervous? I don't know. Just kind of like a little anxious. Quivering gobbler. I don't know. Speaking. Oh, my gosh. I wrote this down, too. So important. Only male turkeys gobble. Female turkeys cackle. Can you give me an example? We have wild turkeys around here. Do you know that? Like a sampling of what that sounds like. Okay. We have to be able to like cut my thinking, period. But we I should all, we should all do gobble. one, though. I think yeah. that this is a gobble. I don't know what a cackle is. I mean, I can tell you what a human cackle is. It's like... <laughs> it's like when Alexandria laughs. Like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So I don't know, but I don't know what sound female turkeys make. But gobbles are just male turkeys. So, we think that it was H.W. Bush who formally started the turkey pardon. And now, after these turkeys are pardoned, they get either sent to a farm to retire. So loud. Oh my gosh, this is Excuse was, you. Best part of the story. I'm repeating it. So in 2005 and yes. 2009, the pardoned turkeys got to go to Disney to be the grand marshals of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. First they were going to die, then they were the grand marshals of the whole Disney parade for Thanksgiving. That's a good deal. In 2010... Um, oh. That's too close to the microphone. They would take them to their fridge. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we went full, full circle on that one. We did. In 2010 to 2013, the pardoned turkeys went on vacation to Mount Vernon. They just are doing all these adventurous things. I have a feeling that's Can not going to Can I be the pardoned year. turkey? Maybe. Because they get to do I, cool stuff. Has... The current person in the White House pardoned any turkeys? They do every year, yeah. He's pardoned some turkeys. Where do they, they go? used to, I don't know, to a farm to retire. Like, Largo? There's just been this thing for a really long time where they just keep, the presidents just keep getting turkeys as gifts. Like, people are just like, hey, have a turkey. Once, somebody got a turkey that was, like, wearing goggles. Like, they come in costumes sometimes. And then they're just these turkey. turkeys. And then they hang out at the White House. But apparently giving a turkey is a symbol of good cheer. So, like, if you need to pass along good cheer, like, maybe consider giving somebody a turkey. For them to just send them out Vernon for a couple weeks? I don't know. Yeah. On my dime, my taxpayer dime, I don't, and I'm, I'm really happy to wear a that, mask. I'm really happy that these turkeys get to go have their vacation. But here's the bad news. So, <sighs> these turkeys mm-hmm. that have been raised and fed to feed president and then they get pardoned are really heavy turkeys like really heavy turkeys and their bones can't support them so they have a really short lifespan once they've been like fed up to be eaten as a meal so like they're lucky if they live two years most of them just like don't live very long at all to the point that they have a backup turkey to be pardoned just in case a turkey dies sounds like america and that's how we end this podcast. That was really dark. I 
I thought I just really thought that this was a fun tradition. Like I love the turkey part, and I think that it's really. I funny. do too. And then there's also like a movie that was made about it, like animated. And then there's a turkey, and I can't really remember how it starts or how it ends. But I just know that I thought that the movie was kind of funny. But now I'm sad for all of these turkeys. But I really like that they got to be the grand marshals of a parade because I think that that's the kind of like good cheer that we need to pass along. Yes, there are. Brighter days ahead of us. Also, I think that pardoning turkeys is really funny. Like, I don't know. That's all I've got about the turkey pardon. So one of the stupid things about Thanksgiving is that it's a Thursday, and then a lot of people still have to go to work on Friday. Uh-huh. Really? I hate it. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's like one of the things... Uh... It should be a holiday. I agree. The day after should be a holiday. You get the whole weekend. I don't know why they picked for it to be a Thursday. Uh, it's uh, the reason why, because that harvest kind of ends. The real Thanksgiving was ended in like September. That was like the real first Thanksgiving. But the reason why we have it in November is because of the teachers unions in the 1950s uh, who wanted a mini break between Labor Day and Christmas. So, here's what I know about the origin of Thanksgiving as an official holiday. So, there was this lady named Sarah Josepha Hale. Was she a school teacher? No, she was the author of Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh! She was a poet. And she just kept writing letters, being like, hey, Mr. Presidents, we should have this as a holiday. She, like, wrote letters for, like, 17 years and was, like, publishing things. And then, finally, Lincoln was like, fine, we can have a Thanksgiving. And then he said it on, I think, the last Thursday in November. And then it got reset at some point in time to the third Thursday in November, except for during the Great Depression, because FDR moved it up a week so that there was extra time to promote capitalism. Hmm. Prior to Christmas. Now it's the fourth Thursday in November. But it's always, like, it's been a Thursday for a long, Mm. long time. I thought it was in the 50s. Maybe I'm... No. To wrap up real quick. Where's that sheet that you use? Oh, Oh. yeah. I have it. Okay. To wrap up, it's one thing that you are thankful for. Oh, we can all do a one thing we're thankful for? I also had that same thought. (laughs) Okay. Do you know what, Kira and I have this this thing that we do a lot where one of us will say one thing and the other person will be like, yeah, no, I already did that. <laughs> like today, we both... John and I do that. We That's both great. printed intake <clears throat> packets today. That'd we'll get a- back to you. Wait until you have a serious answer into this. That's what you're I'm serious. sorry. <laughs> yeah, am I allowed to have feelings for this one? Yeah. No interrupting. Um... I'm actually really thankful for you guys. I was going to fucking say that. And this podcast. Um, I don't know. Our supervisor's really into like, how do you transition from work to home? I've like, had this conversation with him 8,000 times. Yeah, I was like, I go home and I take off my dress pants and I'm like, why the fuck does anybody wear these? And then and then I'm home. Um, But then I was thinking about how, like, this podcast is the perfect transition from, like, my stressful week at work and all of, like, the trauma that we soak up (laughs) into, like, I get to be a person for the weekend and, like, do all the things that I want to do. 
and heal myself. And I love that it starts every week with you guys. It's like a therapy kind of thing, you know. Yeah. I feel that way too. But because you stole my answer, I'm going to say I'm thankful for pawn shops and the excellent uh, goods that they sell. Oh, yeah. You've gotten a lot of equipment from them. Ah, I've gotten so much good shit from pawn shops. I thought that I had to come up with an answer. I heard you chip your tooth with the glass. Everybody did. (laughs) I'm really thankful for my teeth. (laughs) I'm thankful for Kira and Kira only. Well, podcast listeners, that was my teeth. <laughs> They're all there. We were all in here. <laughs> or was it just me? I'm just kidding. Oh my god. You can keep stalling. <laughs> I am thankful for creativity, because I think it's taken a lot of that from us to be able to do this. And simultaneously thankful for everybody having individual strengths. So I don't have to know anything about producing a podcast. Anything about social media. (laughs) And that we can just kind of like work it out. And then it's fun. And we're doing okay. Doing all right. And thank you for you, thankful for you, the listeners. Yes. You gotta throw that in there. Ah, yeah, that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for all you people, all you mouth breathers. Because obviously you took the good one. Yeah. You you guys let me go Way to go. Listen, I knew that I could come up with something not feeling-sy. I'm also really thankful for my cat. Yeah. I'm also thankful for your cat. I never met her. Um, she wouldn't like you. She would not. <laughs> There's just one corner over there. She doesn't like eating. people who make noise or move. I make a lot of noise. <laughs> I, I can't sit still for longer than 30 she seconds. She would hate you. <laughs> I hate me. I understand. <laughs> I completely get that. I fucking hate me. <laughs> so on the list of reasons why you might have had a bad week. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, so thanks so much for listening to us chat about Thanksgiving and colonialism. As always, let us know if you have any topic suggestions we can kind of research and get opinionated on. <laughs> Listen, we've done a lot more research on other episodes. That's true. Just, That's true. We've I've been done a lot of busy. highlighting on some. <laughs> been busy doing things and stuff. Be sure to follow us. Please on pardon Instagram. us, like a turkey. Yes. More episodes will get posted regularly once my medication gets fixed. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Please follow us. Please follow us on Instagram at Overreaction Podcast. That's O-V-A-R-Y Action Podcast. You can comment or DM us there for topic suggestions. You can like our Facebook also at Overreaction Podcast. And if you like what you heard, subscribe to us wherever you're listening to podcasts right now to get notified whenever we post. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends so we can empower more women to be opinionated on these topics. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next time. The funny part is the script says next week. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. It was kind of funny getting the notification and then being like, oh, that's my podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do not permit women to teach nor usurp authority.